TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. I really, I disagree with them on On the assessment of the way the game's going to go. And I know it's really early. We got almost two weeks still. John, I knew on Sunday night who's going to win. The Chiefs are going to win the game. I think you're wrong. I, I know Mahomes and Andy and she's Travis Kelsey. It's like impossible to imagine those guys really being held down for four quarters. Right. And the way that defense has played, that, that defense has been, you know, the most formidable going for like half a season. The 49ers should have like lost been... both of those games. A hundred percent. And the Chiefs has, yeah. have, have outplayed every team they face. That's right. I mean, okay. so. That's but right. the 49ers can line up and they can run the football from so many different heavy formations. What the what what that defense is doing, what the Chiefs defense has done is they said we're going to go crazy. We're going to go exotic. We're going to have 7 DBs, 6 DBs, 5 DBs in all these different formations where where no one's ever seen these looks before. All the 49 what the, what Kyle Shanahan is doing this week, these next 2 weeks, he's saying, "Okay, what gives us the best angles against these little people?" We're going to go put our big people on these little people. They think they can line up with dime personnel, two extra DBs against us. <laughs> no, seriously. Like the Baltimore Ravens, they ran the ball six times with their running backs. They fell into the same trap that we've seen our Eagles fall into. They just they got away from the run. The run is so simple and basic and obvious that it, it – still eludes me as to why these offensive coordinators get away from the simplest way to dominate. This 49ers team is going to dominate on the ground, and I don't think Steve – I love Steve Spagnuolo. I I don't think he has answers if they get heavy. Well, look, we'll find out. It is a fascinating matchup. I mean, a lot of people for a good portion of the year thought they were the two best teams in football, and then Baltimore late in the year ascended, and everyone thought – well, a lot of people thought they were unstoppable, which I thought was ridiculous. But – Give them both credit. They got there in different ways. It's a rematch of a Super Bowl from a couple years. You know, it's a wild thing, and and and, and I don't have this confirmed, but I did hear this, um, and I tend to think it's true. I forget who I heard it from, but I remember thinking, oh, this sounds credible coming from this person, but I don't even remember the person. I heard the Chiefs. This would, if this is true, this would be a real credit to Andy, Mahomes, Spagnola, Spagnolo, and and Travis Kelsey. If this fact is true, I heard they only have four players left from the team that won the Super Bowl in 2019. No, there's more than that. You sure? I think there's like seven or eight for both. But, okay. But, well, even that's but a it's small a small number. number. I mean, that's unbelievable. Because if if you maintain greatness year after year after year after year, even if it's seven or eight, mm-hmm. well, it's amazing like, that's too. Ridiculous. When you look at the players, when you look at the players that are the remnants, yeah, it's all the stars. I mean, it's guys like Jones, Kittle, yeah, yeah. Oh, on the on both it's teams, on both, on both sides, teams. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. on both sides. Yeah. It's the big name stars, and that's it. With the exception of, uh, well, yeah, right. And then the big, the biggest change would be San Fran's change to QB. Obviously, yeah, that'd be the biggest change. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the phones. It's uh, ninety-four WIP HD One Philadelphia as we broadcast today 
from the uh, Tasty Cake studio, what Nick Nurse said after the game about Joel. We'll get to that more in just a moment. Let's get to Rick in Easton right now. Hi, Rick. What successful business moves a manager who is not successful to CEO? Isn't that interesting? Hello to you as well, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Jump right in. Well, it's the truth. But, you know, the problem with the city, and God bless you guys, being a talk show host in this city cannot be an easy job. I love it, man. I I love it. I love my business, too. But you know what? Here's what's very frustrating. You can't compare errors. I get that. You can't compare Babe Ruth to Bonds. You can't compare Will Chamberlain to Michael Jordan. But you know what is comparable Mm. over the years? Mm. The lack of championships and the lack of rings for a city that has four Oh, it's, bru- it's brutal. I mean, the fact that the A's, who have been gone for 70 years, still have the most titles in Philadelphia sports is a disgrace. Everybody talks Did you know about- that, Ruben? Do you know the A's have the most titles in Philadelphia sports? They, they, have, they have five rings. I did not know that. Yeah, five. Oh, yeah. Five seventy. Rings. They left 70 years ago. I mean, Tampa Bay's has won as many in the last four years as we have right. in our lifetime. Now, to, now, right, James. I will say this to be fair to the Sixers and Flyers. They're not that old. Sixers and Flyers both came into existence in the 60s. Yep. So they're not that old. But anyway, go ahead, Rick. So what I'm getting at is you have teams like San Fran and Kansas City. They only have two franchises. A team like St. Louis has two franchises but 14 rings in baseball. Brutal. But the, but the bottom line is nobody wants to talk about before 1980. So that's why we don't get credit for our Eagle three championships before the 60 and the 60 and right. 47, 48. We don't care about the A's. It's all about now. We get embarrassed by Detroit, Boston, L.A., Chicago, and New York. Sure. But the biggest issue is I blame the fan base sometimes. Why do we idolize Reese Hoskins? He's going to come back and go on the Wall of Fame. Why do we idolize Buddy Ryan? Two different guys. Let's go one by one. Rick, we don't idolize Reese, but I think most of us have great admiration for him and appreciation for what he brought to the table. He was was a well-above-average baseball player. You would be surprised how many people love Reese. No, I I love Reese, but there's a difference between loving a guy and idolizing a guy. I got it. Allen Iverson, Charles Barkley, Harold Carmichael, no rings. That's the bottom line. Now we're going into a baseball Rick, 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 let me ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. Sure. Let's take the 2001 finals, and I'm not saying Allen Iverson is Kobe. Kobe clearly turned out to be a better player, there's no question. But let's take the 01 finals. Let's just say in a hypothetical world, Shaq plays with AI in Philly, and Dikembe plays with Kobe in, in Los Angeles, and I'm not ripping Dikembe. I got all love for Dikembe, who, by the way, is going through a major health crisis right now. Let's say Shaq is a Sixer. Who wins the championship? Oh, the Sixers, but correct. Let's, let's so let's not Marine. let's not blame Allen no, Iverson I, for I, going as far as he could with that group. As I'm not far as he could. The players, I'm blaming the fan base who lets the ownership off the hook. Oh, I don't know, man. To... You ever listen to WIP and how the criticism comes well, in? I do, but let me tell you something. If we if we let Tyreek Hill go, we would have mauled the link. And look well, they won a title anyway. And if we would have let Albert Pujols go, we would have mauled the ownership. All right. And those franchises know how to win. And you know what? You know, they're they're season, better franchises. I agree with that. Turner doesn't pan out as a leadoff hitter. Mock my words. I hope I'm wrong. This team does not win a ring with Schwarber in the leadoff. All spot. right, Rick, give me an answer here. It's an interesting call. I disagree with most of it, but I, That's I, okay. you can. 
Give me, I, give me who or what didn't fit. You can well, win four flyers. I was going to be humorous with Max Fried's uniform, but I have to go James Harden if he wasn't mentioned. James Harden and what? The Sixers. And the Sixers. Yeah. James Harden and effort. The city of Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah that's Integrity. <laughs> that's the best answer. That's a good one. James Harden and integrity. But that guy didn't say it, so we won't give him credit for that. All right, let's get to what Nick Nurse did say after the game. So um, let, let's actually start with his big-picture assessment. I mean, he doesn't have all the info yet, but uh, Nick Nurse after the game on Joel's injury. Do you have anything you can share with us on Joel and his, his knee right now? Yeah, so um, he uh, obviously got landed on, uh, so – they're going to do an MRI tonight or tomorrow. Um, it's kind of unrelated to what's been bothering him. Um, so we just wait on that. All right, so Nick Nurse said, by the way, if you want to re- react to the last caller's call, which was thought-provoking in 15 different directions, <laughs> yes, it was. Yes. 11 of which irritated me. I'm happy the, to the do that. The fans are responsible I mean, for the no championship. How can you not love Reese, Reese Hoskins? I mean, right. I, 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 okay, he doesn't have a ring, but he... I mean, this is a guy who was born and bred here in Philadelphia. Not born and bred, but I mean, he was raised yeah. as a as a as a major league player. He was drafted by us. He he came through the system. He was sort of like the beginning of. The, it was a little bit like he's sort of like the Pat Burrell, no right? He's a little bit of yeah. like like Pat, Pat and Burrell Jimmy, and Pat and yeah. Jimmy, the turnaround yeah, because yeah. They, they sort of started turning things around, yeah. and they they were big parts of that. And he's just a good dude. Like, why would you not, like, love a good guy? I and mean, by the way, if, a, I think he was trying to make the difference between idolize and love was what he yeah, was trying he to was, say. He was trying to, what he was trying, and I'm not saying I agree with it, right. but what he was trying to say is we lift up people who don't win. And, well, we, I, and we idolize players who don't win, and that's wrong, is what he's trying well, to I say. Agree, I agree, but I mean, well, they did win. I did, they didn't win the no, his ring, whole, but His whole call was about winning the ring, and I get yeah. it. Like, yeah. with these losses and stuff, like, I feel it so much more acutely now where it's like, I just need championships. Like I'm done with the the ride and all that. Like I'm I tired. disagree with I'm you. I'm tired James. of it, man. Like we have two championships in my lifetime. Well, I agree. But with you it's can't statistically tell me, James, improbable. You, like, you can't say that you didn't enjoy the ride. I, I did. Mean, I mean, I'm uh, saying uh, these two, these great... three losses in the championship round and in the the, the the NLCS and then this last Eagles season and the Super Bowl before that, like it's hammering home the point it, that like we got to get a couple of these rings. Uh, it's, it's hurtful, but but they still had great seasons. I mean, these are you can't take away from the fact that these guys had great years. I agree. Look, I mean, the all timer, and there's a few of them, but to me, the all timer is the, the the 2001 through 2004 Eagles. I mean, you just about can't come closer to that yep. for an extended period of time and not get it done. And obviously, people look back at that era, and it's very. I mean, John, you were part of it for two of those four years. It's big time mixed and emotions. It feels like, and it feels like we won. We were well, a you winning didn't. organization. Well, winning organization, but we didn't get over the top, and and that forever bogs us down, and, and right. we hurt because of that, and it, it drives us. I think it makes us better because we didn't win. Well, there. Here's the way I look at but it. It and- crushes me. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, for you, it's a different deal. You were part of it. You could have literally won to ring the whole deal in the glory. I'll just say this. When I think to 01 04, and I know people are going to have mixed reactions on this and split opinions, I view 01, and maybe this is the caller's point. I guess it is. I view 01 04 for the Eagles with more pride than disappointment. Now, I have great disappointment that in the end, I, guys, I was at the Tampa game. I was at the freaking Carolina game. The Carolina game, game was the I one get it. Where, where it switched I get it. for me. The, the, the first it. one where they played, this was it the St. Louis Rams? Was that the yes. first one? Immense pride because I thought they battled hard in I that know, game and they did. shouldn't have been there. Yep. 
I remember walking out of that Carolina game, and I never felt brutal. The the Tampa game, people were shell shocked. Yeah, I was totally Carolina totally. game. Yeah. People were angry. Oh, no, I mean, no, 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 real the, the anger built. No, what yeah. a lot of people forget is Donovan took a cheap shot. Yeah, he, he got did. hit in the yeah, second quarter 100%. with a cheap shot. Couldn't play in the second half. Now he hadn't played a good first half. I will say that. But I mean, there's Ricky a reason. Manning Jr. Yeah, but there's a reason the Eagles only had three points in the game. Donovan McNabb got knocked out and didn't play in the second half. No one ever talks about that ever. No one ever talks about an 0-3 playoffs. Brian Westbrook couldn't play because he got injured at the end of regular season. Carlos Simmons couldn't play because he got injured. So they entered the playoffs as a different team. Look, Carlos Emmons. That was, was a huge a loss. He was a badass football I don't know player. why people don't talk about Carlos Emmons. He was great, more. man. He, was he wasn't a, here he long was enough. He was impossible to block. He wasn't here long enough. Can I interject a little bit? Nine, I, yes. I will say this. On a personal level, 9, 10, and 11, Phillies. Yeah, that's another that was example. The mo- that was the most difficult time for me because I truly believed in those three years, we were the best team in baseball you were. for three years. Mm-hmm. You, can, can I tell and you something? Ha- and it didn't happen Can I tell you something on the record here, Ruben? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with what Robin Williams said to Matt Damon in Goodwill Honey. It wasn't your fault. <laughs> it wasn't your fault. Now, I will say this. 13, 14, 15, 16. That's my fault. That's yeah, your fault. But, but I will also say, and I appreciated this and said it at the time, and I will always say it. You, especially as someone who had the reins of an organization that had, that had won so infrequently, went for it when you knew the opportunity was golden to go for it. And that was part of why 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 became a slog, because you traded prospects. And I, as a Philadelphian and as a Phillies fan, was thrilled with your decisions to put those chips on the table to get Roy Halladay, to get Cliff Lee, to get Roy Oswald, to get Hunter Pence. In the end, you guys would play like a bad week of baseball in October, and that clipped a team that was the best team in baseball. Totally agree with you. Great assessment. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I and, and that was really hurtful. I was hurtful because hey, that's what that's what the, it's what's beauty of, uh, the beauty of sport is that you just never know. And and in the in those situations, we just couldn't come Look, you know, come through. I'll lay this bare. And again, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. This is just a fact. The 08 Phillies were not as good as the nine, ten, and eleven Phillies. Just a fact. But they played a better month of baseball and won the World Series. I would agree with that. Yeah. Joe to camera, John Ritchie, we got Ruben here. We got a lot going on. Your phone calls um, on all these topics. More of what Nick Nurse said after the game about Joel's injury, plus Ross Tucker at 830 right here on 94 WIP. Hey, last year at the Super Bowl, you might remember, Rob Gronkowski went wide left on FanDuel Sportsbook's Kick of Destiny. Now he's back for Kick of Destiny 2, and this time you can play along. All you have to do is choose if Gronk will make – or miss the kick. Make or miss. Get your free pick in right now because if you're right, you'll win a share of $10 million. That's right, a share of $10 million in bonus bets with FanDuel Sportsbook. So lock in at FanDuel.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. 
Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Brought to you by Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Joel Embiid appeared to struggle through what turned out to be Sixers' fourth straight loss, 119-107 at Golden State. Missed two games with knee soreness, left last night's with a knee injury, and according to Nick Nurse, will have an MRI. By all appearances, Nick Sirianni had to bring in some fresh ideas, i.e. new coordinators, after the Eagles' epic collapse, according to Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Turner, the Eagles may have had their eye on Bill Belichick. Probably the most interesting thing that I've heard, and again, this is just senior bowl rumor mill, is that the Eagles were very interested in Belichick if things didn't work out with Nick Sirianni and they could be at the front of the line if things again go poorly for him next year. Former Eagles offense coordinator Brian Johnson interviewing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for their vacant OC position per ESPN's Adam Schefter. Visit BorgataSports.com for boosted odds specials, daily promotions, in-game betting, and much more. Must be 21 or older, must be in New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBER. Cloudy with a high of 43 today. It is currently 37. To listen to 94 WIP, just download the free Odyssey app or tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. I swear to God, when we go to break, Ruben is just a machine of talk. <laughs> I love sports. Our man. conversation has not stopped. So we're happy to be with you. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. We got Ruben, we got James, we got Devin, we got uh, Rhea. We also got a hammer on Friday who is going for 200 above 500, oh, which really does merit some kind of who cares award recognition, at the very least, a plaque. You know what bothered I mean, me the most me about the Chiefs winning that game, the AFC Championship game, what? was the fact that you liked them and you wanted them to win because yeah. you related the hammer to the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> greatness is in greatness. In terms of greatness. <laughs> like, that was my initial yeah. thought once Patrick Mahomes and the yeah. Chiefs won again. I was like, oh, my God, Joe DeCamera is mm. going to be insufferable. It's like yeah, how Brady and LeBron uh, became friends. Don't let it do that, too. Don't let him take I know, that it's, from I'm you. giving him too much power. <laughs> yes. I know. I got to take I mean, the power back. But sometimes yeah. you just got to love on teams that are having great stuff. You know, eras. Oh, I mean, incredible. this is a, it's in a tremendous it. era. You have to, you have to give them some love. They're doing yeah. a lot of things right. Yeah, teams. Yes, Joe. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you know who who's done <laughs> it? Uh, done a lot right through the years, and he put something out last night, very late night that makes you wonder how much longer is it going to be? Is LeBron James? So his team stinks. They stink. And I mean, they got to the semifinals of the NBA last year. They probably never. He probably never get back to that point. At least not with LA. They just don't have the players. And last night, around 2.30 a.m. East Coast time, and he played in the East last night, 
LeBron, all he put up on Twitter was an hourglass with all the sand at the bottom of the hourglass. Cryptic. And everyone's wanting, yeah, that's the word everyone keeps saying. Cryptic. Like, is that, is he giving us a sign like, he's out of, he's out of gas, he's out of sand? Like, this, promoting some like watch company. I don't just, know, man. Because <laughs> they lost, they lost again, James. Like, it's, no, I know. It's pretty bad. For, I mean, him and Golden State. I know Golden State got the Sixers last night. But, they had that great the week. I was watching that one, the double overtime oh, game. Was that was thrilling. Amazing. That was yeah, great. I know. It really was. But you know what it actually is, honestly? It's two below average teams yeah. playing yeah. each other. No, it's it what is. it is. I at mean, this it's two play in teams. I know. It is. Yeah. All right. Let's get to more of what Nick Nurse said after the game. Ross Tucker will join us in about five or 10 minutes here. A lot of calls today at 215 592 9494. So Joel gets injured last night. It's in the fourth quarter. He had looked clunky through the game. They had kept him in there. He then suffers an injury where a guy falls on him, and it's really unrelated. At least we think it's you know unrelated. I mean, let's put it this way. It's clearly unrelated to the prior injury. Now, could the injury be worse because of a prior injury? I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I, I can't say to that. But I do know Nick Nurse talked after the game about the decision before the game to play him in this one. What were the conversations in, in clearing him to play tonight yeah. in general and, and yeah. how – did he feel before before that play yeah. happened? How was he feeling? How was he doing? Yeah, so obviously medical cleared him. Uh, Joel obviously is a big part of that. He said he was feeling good. Um, I, you know, he said he's more a little rusty and and he'd been you know hadn't been on the court for for five days, um, but he said he felt good. And John, you think based on what you saw, that and what Nick Nurse saw, given what he saw first quarter, second quarter, get him out. He doesn't look right. Yeah, I, I think he looked uh, fine until he sat, it, and that was, you know, the first quarter. Yeah. He sat. He went When he came back into the game, he looked a little hesitant. He looked a little rickety, and the, it culminated uh, in the second quarter. 3-12 remained in the second quarter. We've seen the clip by now where he tried to gather himself yeah. and jump, and it didn't work. His body did not answer the call that his brain was sending uh to, asking it to to, to make like it, the moment that happens if you're nick nurse we get you out like this is no longer a question your body is not able to do the things you're asking it to do you can't protect yourself what about the push through what about the i love the I, idea that he was pushing through right. i think that shows growth i i he was called out across the board yes, nationally yes. for a lack of toughness. Uh, and and I, I think that's a bad rap. I think it's unfair. I think it's lazy to go that far. I think there were a lot of extenuating circumstances that led to him not playing well, in Denver four times in a row. Clearly, I look at Denver differently now. I mean, that's why we now have today's Twitter poll question of the day, and it's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet, the all-new 2024 Chevy Trax. It's arriving daily at Armin Chevrolet. It starts at only 21495 Together, let's drive. Visit ArmandChevy.com. So, look, we didn't do a poll last week, or last it was over the weekend, in, early this week on the Denver thing. But, I mean, pretty much everyone I heard from, including myself, I talked to myself, I was incredibly critical of Joel for not playing. Today we have the question, was the criticism of Joel by fans for not playing versus Jokic in Denver unfair? Yes or no? I believe the answer is a definitive yes. Definitive yes. With that said, he's playing last night. He's looking clunky. I'm talking about before he gets injured. Doesn't look quite right. Nick Nurse was asked after the game, did you think 
about taking him out, given how he looked. Here's what Nick Nurse said. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, we discussed it a couple times. He, he continued to say he felt good, and um, so we went with that. Yeah, the medical said he was good, and Joel said he was good, so we just kept, kept going with that. Now, I know there's the override factor. You know, some people say, well, coaches take him out. You got your own eyes. Medical saying playing. Joel saying I want to play, but I, I don't know. That's I, my point, that, and it's really hard. It's a big ask. What, what I'm suggesting is, is almost, man, it, it's almost unfair. Joel's saying he's fine. The medical, the, the doctors are saying he's fine. The only thing you have to go on is, man, that looked completely wonky. Yeah. That looked completely wrong. The big man tried to jump and his body didn't jump. Yeah, I know. Like, that know. is, I, I think it, it's a lot to ask. Look, I, one maybe more... I'm being unfair to Nick Nurse, but yeah. when I saw that, it felt like it's time, man. Save your player from himself. One more piece of audio and then to the phones. And by the way, when you listen to this, I want you to think in terms of Brett Brown because I have a theory that Nick Nurse actually sounds a lot like Brett Brown but without the accent. Cadence sounds very similar, just doesn't have the accent. But here's Nick Nurse commenting after the game on whether the recent criticism, and Joel got a lot of it locally and nationally, when he did not play against Jokic in Denver, did the recent criticism play into Joel choosing to play last night against Golden State? These last couple of days, a lot of commentary about Joel and, and his desire to play, and he's, he's gotten called out a lot after the Denver game. Do you feel like any of that is, is, has impacted his decision-making process as he tries to push and, and be out yeah, there? Yeah, so, I, you know, I can't, again, speak for that. I just think that, again, we're going to do – all the things that are that are necessary and that they've been doing for the whole time he's he's been playing here, right? Like he they, he's got these checks. He gets to this point. Medical's good. They check him again. He says he's feeling good. He even said he felt good in the game tonight. He said we, you know, again relating to that. He just said he felt like um, he wasn't quite playing like his normal self, but he thought that was just more rust and rhythm than it was anything else. John, other than the non-accent, do you hear Brett Brown? Hmm. I hear a lot of it. You're, and you're saying just the, the pace, the cadence. Yeah. He is talking about the same thing. So there's, oh, there's a lot of like crossover with the vernacular. It sounds like him. That's just what I hear. Devin, I could kind of see it. You got it? I could kind of see it, yeah. That's what I hear. But It's a stretch. I but... think it's a leap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. I do like Nick Nurse. I like I think he's. I think he's a good coach. I yeah. think that we're in an era right now in Philly's. I mean, in Philadelphia sports, where we have pretty darn good leaders. Well, you know what? That I think they're good. You know what? That's going to get the Sixers this year. Bupkis. Second Nothing. round. Second Nothing. round elimination. <laughs> second round elimination against Doc Rivers I hope you're wrong. Bucks. We're going to get everybody that. healthy, and are we sure you know, Max is going to take them to the next level? My Wait, God, the Eagles organization. We're certain that we got good leaders over there. Sirianni. Uh, that the jury's out on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jury's still, out on that. One. You know what? But Robert, I, I like him. I like sure, him as a coach. I, like I mean, listen, he's I had a success. I just don't know if I want him to be our coach. We'll see. I'm like, still... I, I think there might be better coaches than him. Well, there are. So, like, I like when our team's great. I want great coach yeah. guy. I don't, I don't know that he's great coach guy. All right, let's go to the phones. Ross Tucker joins us in a couple minutes. Let's talk to Tom in Dover right now. Hi, Tom. Hey, good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? Doing well, Tom. Hey, hey listen, Joe. Um. You know, man. The reason, you know, the reason why I always say I call, man, is because I'm listening. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the conversation, and then, bam, the hammer say something that makes me mad. Come on, man. And, 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 <laughs> Was and that just a hammer about, impression? And, yeah, sort of. And then, and, then, and then the funny thing about it, another feeling, Tom. You got Reuben. You got Reuben sitting next to you, feeding into your bull crap today. 
Like, don't go there with me. A great season, a great season is a championship season. You know, we in this for championships. You know, Jimmy said it. You tell me the 01. You tell me the 01. Like I think wait, you wait, can wait, have a great season without a championship. Tom, 01 Sixers didn't have a great season. Let me say this. Let me say this, Joe, because you, you got to have a, a cut in the off. Can you be so tuss? He said it. Jimmy said it completely right, man. I had an aunt, man, that introduced me to sports, man, when I was five years old. She died at 78 years old, and she didn't get a chance to see the Philadelphia Eagles win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fortunate. I'm 58, and I got a chance to see them win one. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. But you can count the championships on one hand That's right. that I got a chance to see, man. I've been a Philadelphia fan of all sports all my life, man. And it's about championships. Well, man. Tom, it frustrates right me. It frustrates me, too, but I'm not going to dis... I don't think it does. Oh, you don't think it does? Uh, it don't bother me? No, I don't. You know I, what? I let, 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 me, let me tell you something, Tom. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> All right? <laughs> really, I don't. You know? So do we Do we just, like, like Reggie White, he didn't exist? Brian Dawkins, he didn't exist? Like, we don't treasure them? I mean, they didn't win, they didn't win championships here, so just. Reggie White, Reggie White left Philadelphia with the Green Bay. What oh. did he do? Win a championship. Right, right. Uh, what about Barkley? You know, he didn't, he didn't win a championship just, elsewhere. And, Ruben, and now Ruben is saying all our sports teams is in great hands right now. Well, the jury's out on Rob Thompson because he had he had two games to win and he Heck didn't yeah, did. win anything. That's right. Huh? That's right. So, I mean, I mean, come on, man, let's get realistic with this thing. Well, here. I mean, Tom, I, I think we're we're crossing messages here. I am with you in my frustration of non-titles. I'm a thousand percent with you, but that doesn't mean that there aren't seasons I haven't enjoyed. I truly enjoyed the 2022 and 2023 Phillies Octobers. I, I mean, I loved them. Now, the end of 2023 was brutal. brutal. The last time I was on the radio, when I was hanging up, I heard Rhea say, oh, he's going to call back. He's just hurt. So how can (laughs) you be so enjoyable when you had a great season, but you lost the championship? What makes that enjoyable? Tom, tell me if you see the difference in this. Okay, you ready? Andy Reid wins wins 10 playoff games as the Eagles head coach. 10. Donovan was the quarterback for nine of them. Jeff Garcia, quarterback for one of them. 10 playoff games. And prior to that, let me do the math off the top of my head. Let's take 61 through Andy Reid getting hired. Prior to that, the Eagles want to play. Well, I'll call it. Let, let, let's, let's do post for meal. Let's do mid-80s on. They win in 92, one game, and that's it. So for, for like 18, 19 years, they win one playoff game. That's what I grew up with in my earliest years. And then Andy Reid comes to town and they win 10 playoff games. It doesn't count? Did Andy Reid win a Super Bowl no. in Philadelphia? No. Yes, that's what okay. counts. All right. Tom, give me an answer. What, other than your opinion, doesn't fit? You, you know what I'm <laughs> going to say, Joe. You already know what I'm going to say. What? Me and you, we don't fit. You know what, Tom? <laughs> Tom, can I tell you something? When we, when, we, when we give away Phillies tickets this year, even if you do not win the tickets, and with your ridiculous answers, you probably won't, um, we're going to make sure we get you to that game. You and I are sitting next to each other for nine Joe, innings of a baseball Joe, game, and I'm going to hey, school Joe, you on life, Tom. And I Joe, love I you. I do. Tickets. Joe, I won tickets this year. I couldn't make it. You know. Well, but you're going to make it this year. This, if I win tickets this year, I'm coming, and I'm coming, man. I'm going to blast you the whole game. Tom, I'm going to buy you an ice cream. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. All right. See you, buddy. Stay well, uh, Tom. Good stuff. I would pay money yeah. to sit next to you two to I'm, hear that. I'm, I'm there until I move on. You know, i gotta, I got to go to the bathroom. Someone else hang with Tom. I'm out of here. All right. Let's talk to our next I'm going to step away for a moment, uh, literally to go to the bathroom. Well, that does happen from time to time. But then again, it happens to all of us. 
I, I just get tagged. I don't. With that. I don't think it happens to me. <laughs> not the same way, not like per you. se. Yeah. yeah. Ruben, do you know that that was audio of me during a show? James, play that. This was during yeah, was... a Facebook Live show. James, play that audio again. I'm going to step away for a moment, uh, literally to go to the bathroom. And then when he got back, Ruben, this is what he said when he got back. Whole new man. Trust me. <laughs> is that TMI? Is that a little too much information? The definition. Yeah. It's yeah. the definition of it. It is what it is. Let's talk to our guy, Ross Tucker. Does a great job with the Eagles and the entire National Football League covering it all. We got one game left this season. Sadly, the Eagles have been home for weeks. They've already reconfigured the coaching staff to a great extent. Ross Tucker right now. Hi, Ross. What's up, everybody? How are you? Quite a bit, my man, including Joel down again, Ross. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, I, I have mixed emotions on this MVP rule and the minimum number of games. It's a good rule, man. The, the NBA had to do something to stem the tide of all the freaking sit-outs. Ridiculous. I, I have to be honest with you. I, 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 hate, I don't want to sound like this guy, but I, would, I, I really wish the NBA guys knew what NFL guys play through. And, I, and I, I know it's a different sport, and I think you have to be smart with guys. I'm not talking about Joel in particular, but I, I think in general NBA players would be floored by the injuries with which guys still go out there and play professional no question. football games. No question. And you know the difference. I mean, the biggest of all, guaranteed contracts, non-guaranteed contracts. Which, by the way, lights your ass up with motivation. Well, and, and by the way, that's one reason why I think long-term NFL guaranteed contracts would be really problematic. You know, like I, I had a back surgery when I played for Buffalo. If that was one year into a four-year deal, yep. like I'm not hurrying back from that. You know, I'm, I'm not hurrying back from a major back surgery like that. I think I think it would really – be an issue yep listen i think every day they'll they won't admit it i think the cleveland browns regret that deshaun watson contract every day i agree with you for multiple reasons one of which he hasn't delivered very much all right russ the two higher ends of the coordinators vic fangio and kellen moore which do you like more for the eagles good question um i feel very similar actually joe about both in the sense that I feel like if they hired these guys a year ago, I would have told you it was a home run, and I would have told you these guys were probably both top five coordinators. I mean, that's how highly respected Vic Fangio is. And also, if you remember, like before the year, when we would talk about the Cowboys, the thing I felt best about the Cowboys not being legit was the fact that they fired Kellen Moore and they were going to have Mike McCarthy call the plays. Now, after this last season unfolded, and there were some issues with Fangio and Miami, and the defense was good, not great, and Kellen Moore, you know, the, the, the Cowboys had a nice year offensively, and Kellen Moore did not as much with the Chargers. Now I'd say these are like, these hires are like triples. I mean, I, I really feel very similar about both. A year ago, I would have felt awesome about it. Now I just feel good about it. Why is Kellen Moore considered a quarterback-friendly coach? Because he's young and he played quarterback in the NFL for a while, and he's had a bunch of success in Dallas. I mean, think about all the games they won with Cooper Rush. And I do yeah. think that that is a major consideration for me and probably the Eagles organization 
when it comes to a coordinator. Can this guy get a backup quarterback, get a game plan together that can enable a backup quarterback to win a bunch of football games? And he did that several years in Dallas. The only game Cooper Rush lost was to the Eagles last year in 2022. So that is a real feather in Kellen Moore's cap. The other one is, you know, I know you guys know the stats about him against the Blitz and stuff. Yeah. I felt like he did a really good job with the Cowboys and with Dak Prescott. You know, even the year last year when Dak in like 11 games led the NFL in picks, they were still winning those games. I mean, they were still winning a lot of them and putting a lot of points up, moving the football. He's universally considered to be a really bright, young coach there's a reason why i mean you got to feel good guys about the fact the eagles interviewed him to be the head coach when they hired sirianni that's a pretty good indicator of sort of how they felt about kellen moore and i feel like with both fangio and kellen moore it's almost like these are stocks that were sky high and then Mm -hmm. after this past year they both went down a little bit they Mm -hmm. lost value and the Eagles are kind of buying them low, hoping that they'll, they'll both go sky high again. The word on the street in both Los Angeles and Dallas is that he didn't run the ball enough. What makes you feel he'll run it here when he didn't there? Well, that's a great question. And because of the Eagles' organizational philosophy, I'm not convinced he will. I I think that that will be an issue. I think that will be – because we know what his track record is, and the Eagles are very open about their organizational philosophies. When it comes to defense, paying the corners and D-line, not the linebackers and safeties. When it comes to offense, you pass the ball to get the lead, and then you run the ball in the second half to to win the game. I mean – you know, that stuff's been going on, guys, since Joe Banner. And Joe Banner's like in the media now, and he'll talk about it. And I don't really think that how Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman view things, I don't really think that that's changed. So that will be the interesting dynamic next season will be between Sirianni and Kellen Moore and Sirianni and Stoutland having to get Kellen Moore to make sure he's doing a heavy dose of the run game. Because if you remember the quote that I thought was interesting, when McCarthy fired Kellen Moore, which I thought was a disaster. And by the way, the Cowboys did not start this year that great on offense. They had to switch things up when McCarthy realized what he wanted to do didn't work. But McCarthy kind of referenced that Kellen Moore, he said something like, I don't know the exact quote, but I've been where Kellen's been before. He's trying to light up the scoreboard. He's trying to put up a lot of points and yards. I want to run the ball and keep my defense Mm -hmm. fresh so we can win games. And Mm -hmm. so what McCarthy was hinting at is when you're a younger coordinator, nobody really calls you a genius for calling seven runs in a row. No one calls you a genius for just calling ISO or power or inside zone. And a lot of times, these young coordinators, they, they spend a lot of time working on the passing game. They feel like they've got good ways to attack the other team. They get explosive plays. They want to do that. They want to put a bunch of points up, and they want to get interviewed for head coaches and, and head coaching opportunities and all that stuff. You played for Bill Belichick 
how likely is it he's waiting in the wings uh, and could come here? I, if this front office is so hesitant to cede control, uh, how bad does it have to get? And is it realistic that Bill Belichick could be here? So, number one, and, and you guys heard it here first, he's, I'd be, I really think he'll do media this year. And this is the way fans are. I think he'll do media this year, and people will see a different side of him because he's not at a press conference talking about his team. He'll show some insight. He'll show some personality. And fans, in general, are so fickle that the same people I talk to, because I've been on in Atlanta, in Carolina, in D.C., guys, nobody wanted him. I mean, they, they I think ran, it's insane. They, they, I think Joe, it's insane. Joe, Ross. they ran polls in those cities. They had callers. It was at best 25% of those fan bases wanted them. 75% yeah. did not. R- Ross, let me ask wow. you a question, though, because there is a part of this story to me that has to be presented right now based on what you just said. And I, and I think it goes to the, the Eagles thing from a fan base standpoint, but also probably some of those teams. There's just a lot of people that just don't like him. So it's not that perhaps that they view him as a, a, a coach that stinks and you don't think he'd be a good coach. Like, I mean, I've been on the record with certain players. Through, like, it, take J.D. Drew, a guy who was a pretty good baseball player at times and other times not as much. But, like, there's, there's, there's nothing he could have done for St. Louis or the L.A. Dodgers in those years he played for them. There's nothing he ever could have done that would have made me say, I want the Phillies to go get J.D. Drew. I, I want, like, I want to take Ben Simmons back as the 12th guy on the Sixers. Like, there's some guys I just, like, I want to take James Harden back. There's some guys I just don't like. And so I, I believe that shaped the narrative on Belichick for some of these towns. Now, whether it did for the front oh, office, he's got I don't lot. know. Yeah, no, but, just, that, but they're it, two it, different it, issues. Whether he's that, a good coach and whether you, you want him to represent you and whether you like him, that's a whole different issue. It's two things. It's people don't like him, Joe. And also the lack of success without Brady. 100%. But what I'm saying is, I believe after this year, people, people will like are going to yeah. start to like yeah. him yeah. because of what he's like in the media. And the same people that would say they don't want him now, you'll be a year removed from his Patriots time. He'll, he'll be on TV and they'll like what he says. And a year from now, people will want him. What I think is interesting is whether or not a year from now, he'll be so desperate for a coaching job because he wants to break Shula's record that he'll be willing to give up some authority. Yep. He was not willing to do – Atlanta wanted him to be their football coach. He was not willing – whether he overplayed his hand or he just isn't willing to go somewhere unless it's on his terms, yeah. he blew that opportunity. I'll tell you what – we don't want and cannot happen. Absolutely not. Can he come here in any, at any year and have say over the personnel? How he's done too good of a job to have Belichick come in. I agree. Look at the Patriots roster. They stink. They don't have good players. That, that's, if he wants to come here and coach in a year and doesn't go well for Sirianni, and maybe that's a consideration, that's a totally different conversation a year from now. But you cannot give him the keys to the, the, keys to the, the, the house. Any, All right, again. let's get a lot of calls in here. Let's go to our guy, Ken, in Cinnamon. Good morning, Ken. Good morning, friends. How are you today? Doing well, Ken. Uh, good to be talking to Ross. Um, although, you know, I don't get to talk to Ross very often. So, uh, 
I just had to respond to some of the nonsense that we've heard this morning about uh, about some of those calls that came. (laughs) I I, I, so Uh. for the last caller before Ross came on, and I I hate to change the subject on you, Ross, but I'm I I don't normally get steamed, guys. So you're you're going to hear my bothered me too, Ken. Go ahead. So I have photos because he said you can't enjoy the season um, that when they when they don't win the championship. I have photos of myself and my daughter and my son enjoying ourselves at Citizens Bank Park last October. Right. Yes. I can send him the photographs to prove to him that we actually did enjoy ourselves. Yep. We certainly did. Can I saw the ninety one Eagles defense play defense? I saw it with my it own eyes. Awesome. I think this is it being misinterpreted. It's what not saying you can't enjoy seasons. He's saying that we need to win championships to really idolize people. To say that this person is an idol. They need to win a championship to get to that level. That's what the guy was saying. So He's Brian, not saying that we can't enjoy no, seasons. So Brian Dawkins doesn't like. I, I'm just saying what his point was. Well, his I'm not saying I agree dumb. with his it, but I'm saying the, the, no one said you can't enjoy the season. It's just that these endings, when you keep losing in these ways, it hammers home the fact that we don't have titles. Well, and we, it, no, but we know that. But but again, it it does it does influence how you feel as a fan. Like we're talking about the Sixers. Like we're all like, all right, regular season, whatever, sure. Like, we'll just keep – even you keep saying, yeah, it's nice, sure. but they're not going to win anything. Like, that's the mentality that we go into this with, and it changes how you view sports, how you, in, I, how I you agree feel with, about I agree, sports. I agree that's with that. That's the point that's trying to be made. I agree with so, that. Can I respond to that? Sure. So it, it, I'm disappointed when we don't win, too. But, you know, this is entertainment, right? So uh, I don't know – when I hear people talk about fans need to hold billionaire owners accountable, exactly how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you what? Do you do you boo? Like you know, Jeffrey Lurie's on a yacht, uh, you know, down in, in the Bahamas buying a yacht. Um, I, uh, three days after they lose to Tampa Bay, like how am I supposed to hold Jeffrey Lurie accountable when when his priority after they lose in the first round of the playoffs is to go spend some little chunk of his billions of dollars to buy a yacht? Yeah. Like, give me a break. This is entertainment, okay? And I want to remind everybody: yeah, we don't have as many championships as we don't want to have. But we don't live in Cleveland, okay? So just the mere fact that we don't wake up every day in Cleveland should be something that, that, that we're happy about. <laughs> Look, I, I, I agree with you, Ken. Well, Ken. It could be way worse, right? So why, why don't we just kind of all, like, like take a chill and stop acting like, it, you know. I got you. Cleveland has as many championships school. as us in the last 15 years, for what it's worth. Wait, the, the, the Cleveland has as many, who? period. I'm saying they won one. We oh, won one in 15 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After 08. I got you. Yeah, so that's you, you get one championship as the price to pay to live in Cleveland. Would yeah. you do that, Jim? All right, Ken, give me an answer. What didn't fit? You can win a four pack of Phillies tickets. Joe, your tiny little shoes would not fit any other grown man on the face. Oh, <laughs> man. Ken, you hurt my heart. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, Ruben, let, let's take on this Reese Hoskins thing. So, obviously, the Phillies brass. Middleton, Dombrowski, Fold, whoever the heck's making the calls. And I guess it's Dombrowski. Um, did not feel that Reese Hoskins fit the 2024 Phillies at a certain price. The price that he got from the Milwaukee Brewers. Do you think the Phillies made the right decision to say we're going to prioritize defense, we're going to prioritize base running and speed, and probably playing some younger players, or potentially signing someone else? Do you think the Phillies made the right call not matching what the Brewers offered. Yes, and it wasn't a it was it wasn't a money issue because that's that's that was wasn't the deal. Well, it's a part money. If he signs a one million dollar deal, they take him. He's not going to sign a one. I mean, it, money's always part I, of it. I honestly feel like the fit doesn't work for them now because they're going to put Kyle Schwarber where he's supposed to be at the DH spot. 
they're going to, um, you know, have uh, Bryce Harper play first base because that's what they feel is like their best ball club. And they're going to have Marsh in left, Castellanos in right, and they're going to give Johan Rojas an opportunity. I think you sacrifice some of the offense, but your feeling is that defensively you're going to be better across the board and um, you're probably going to get more production out of, you know, Bryce Harper and Turner and the guys that, um, yeah. you know, and, and even Bohm and, and, and Stott, they're going to continue to improve. So I think it was more of a decision about, okay, where are our priorities? I'm going to make my team better defensively. I'm going to put my resources in, in, in pitching, and, and that th- I think that's what they did. You really think Rojas has the job? I think he's going to be given the, I think he's going to give him every opportunity to take that job, and whether or not, you know, he can, he can you know, handle things offensively. I don't see him as good a hitter. Um, as a guy like Bryson Stott, obviously, because well, yeah. I, I just don't see him as the same sort of hitter. But listen, guys make adjustments. They get better. And um, and I think he has the ability, he has the athleticism and the ability to do that. And if he continues to make adjustments, yeah. I think he's going to be okay. You know, one point I made in recent weeks, and I'll keep saying it for a long time this year at least, the third wild card to me does change the metric of whether you play Rojas or not or whether you feel comfortable with it. Let me put it that Like, if there's no wild cards – maybe you don't play Rojas. If there's one wild card, maybe you don't play Rojas. When there's three wild cards, I mean, it gives you some room to work with where even if he struggles, you probably still make the playoffs. And i got to imagine that's part of the equation. How, I, how much I, did we complain about the defense in our outfield when we, had, you know, when we had not great outfield play? I mean, you just can't right. have Schwarber and Castellanos and Marsh Who's okay in center field, right. but not great. But you can't not hit the ball. The guy, the guys, you can't hit two hundred. He has to. He has to make some sort of impact. And if he can, which he can, if he can get on base, he yeah. can steal bases. He can do things. Um, if he can get to the point where he is a viable offensive player, making uh, enough contact, then he's going to get get his chance to play every day. All right, let's talk to Tom and Abington. Yo, Tom. Yo, gang. How are we doing this morning? What's up, Tom? Hey, uh, I just want everybody to know how much Joe the Hammer the Camera is a man of his word. Yesterday in the mail, I received a crisp $1 bill. Ah, oh, no way. Did you frame the it? The Hammer! <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So thank you, sir. That's you are a man of your word. I told you. I, I was would... A man of his word, He's but not a... a man of technology. Right. He's been a good, what, 60 yes. cents on yeah. that? Sending how that long? A bad businessman. That. It was like a week and a half ago. It should have been just like you can Venmo it. Could have done it in the moment. Ago, be like, Tom, Tom doesn't have you. Here you go. Tom's the one that doesn't have Venmo. 60. I got Venmo. I have, he doesn't. I don't have, I don't have Venmo, oh. John. Oh, Tom, then you're the one we're going to rip. What are you doing, oh, buddy? No. It's, it's 2024, pal. That's fair. Joe is more technologically oh, advanced than no. you are. Oh, no, Tom. This is a tough As look I for you, buddy. As I said earlier. This is a tough look. So... Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. Technology failed him again. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.